1: with time looking deep looking for chase he's got it and jamar chase on the deep ball for the touchdown
0: welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick costos and ken barkley on the bet ql network
1: it appears that the uh, the rumors of joe burrow's demise are greatly exaggerated same with jamar chase Both were pretty good yesterday as the Bengals take down the Arizona Cardinals. Kevin Kugler with a call yesterday on Fox. Cincinnati beats Arizona 34-20. to 20. All right, we continue P-squared, B-squared, our handicap of uh, Week 6 in the National Football League in just a second with Cincy and Seattle, but want to remind our live audience that coming up next hour, we'll be joined by the whale capper, Drew Dinsick, NBC Sports betting analyst. He'll give us his early thoughts for Week 6 and his bets for tonight, Monday Night Football, with the Packers and the Raiders. Also still to come on the show, Lochmas as Santa Lockie, a.k.a. Ken Barkley, going to tell you how to bet the National championship in college football we will give you our bets for the Braves and the Phillies the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks and those two respective game twos with the home team the favorite down one nothing in the series and of course all our bets side total and thy royal prop king for the Raiders and the Packers on Monday night football but for now we continue on our handicap of week six jake bring the music back up please with cincinnati in between a two and a half and a three point home favorite against seattle the total is 46 now going to break ken said hey like a uh, total feels a little low but also mentioned you know maybe some injury uncertainty around Gino. remember he got hurt in the monday night game against the giants left for a little bit drew Locke came in Embarrassed the Giants' defense while he was in on a pass to Noah Fant. And uh, that Geno came back in and didn't have to do anything, basically, because the Seahawks' defense was taking turns teeing off on Daniel Jones. So I'm sure we'll get reports this week on the health status of Geno Smith. Here's my thought on the game. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, I think the Bengals are hashtag back. Joe Burrow, big time, hashtag back. Jamar Chase never left, but he's hashtag back also. Burrow looked great yesterday, moving around in the pocket, running. Like, looked like he had zero issues with the calf. If the number's going to be less than three, I will bet Cincinnati, and I am willing to be wrong, and I am willing to lose, and I am very happy to make the bet. Done. There's my hand. Okay. Hat.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the Geno thing, the weather, it's also worth noting. Like, we'll see what that is, you know. I'm going to be able to throw the ball a lot if it's windy and raining, whatever. Uh, we'll see what Cincinnati's forecast is. Uh, a couple things that are interesting in this game. I had you know, a couple people message me and be like, why Like, why is this number so short? Like, Why isn't it three or why isn't it more? I, it's probably going to go to three, you would imagine, at some point this week, just the way the, the action has come in so far. And I just go, look, it's like a couple things. Um, Seattle's coming off a bye, and you're always going to see a team get rewarded for that, and they should. And, uh, and me you know, since is not so important, important note there. And then the other thing is I, I hope you're right. Like I bet a lot of Bengal stuff and rightly got a ton of crap when they got smoked by Tennessee. And cause like there was, that wasn't the entry point to make the bet they got, they lost that week. Like the, a better entry point would have been prior to the Arizona game clearly. So I hope you're right. And you might be right. Uh, I think a lot of yesterday, I like, I want to believe you. I hope you're right arizona just makes everybody look like that they just do they made daniel jones look like the best quarterback in the league no one else has come close to doing that and they're gonna make burrow look like, that. like i bet jamar chase like ladder up on yards and catches and i bet the over in the game and love the over like that's what arizona does and we'll get to their game against the rams which i think is the craziest total of the week by a mile and like just like that's what arizona does to teams uh, and they can move the ball on their own, too. So, like, they, they play over games. They make quarterbacks look really good. And not that Seattle's, like, the, a great defense by any stretch, but it's, it's just not Arizona. So just, like, can they do it against someone who's not, like, built in a lab to create over games and huge quarterback statistics? And if they can... And they go into the bye. Then they play the Niners out of the bye, which will be a really fascinating game. If they look good here, if they don't look good here, it's not an interesting game. San Francisco's way better. Um, if they look really good, then that's a really interesting game. Just like, can we see it? Not in that environment. Because everyone looks good in that environment. So I want you to be right. I'm, until I see it against not Arizona, I'm just like holding these bets and I don't know what to do with them.
1: I think you make a really fair point. And we'll see about T. Higgins' status, right? Like, I would rather not like Trenton Irwin... What can we call him? Like the, uh, the Seahawk Hunter in this game?
0: Yeah. The, yeah. That's pretty good. Well, he'd, he'd be like the target Hunter. That would be like his name. <laughs> the target, cause I like, takes the, targets away thing. from like Tyler Boyd and stuff. <laughs> that's
1: again, yeah. you yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. How about I, I had a, I had a DFS lineup yesterday. I had Boyd in it and it cost me winning a lot of money. Cause, cause Boyd gets Trenton Irwin out targeted on uh, Tyler Boyd <laughs> in the game. So um, it's just insane. Trenton like, like, Irwin. How, how is this? Yes. T- Trenton Irwin. That, yeah. Uh, cry. We know what I said. Crikey. When I was watching it, it was brutal. <laughs> um, Here's my thought. Higgins plays doesn't play. To me, watching the game, actually curious your thought. And this is just like hey, like what wh- what'd you think as a sports fan, someone watching the game? Burrow looked good yesterday, right? Like he looked healthy. Like he, it yeah. didn't look like he had any like any injury at all. It doesn't look like the calf bothered him anymore. So, if that's true and it's like 100% Joe Burrow, they're favored by less than a field goal at home. Against a good team. Like the Seahawks are not a trash team, obviously. But it's right. it's Burrow favored by less than a field goal at home. And he's healthy. And I'm gonna bet and I'll bet Cincinnati. And I'm willing to be sure. wrong. But I'm gonna bet the Bengals.
0: I think I to me, like, it's I mean it's really two and a half juice to Cincy everywhere. Like, I I think that's like fine at this point. Um, I think it's okay to still have a lot. Like, I look I don't want to have questions about Cincinnati. I'd love to sit here and feel like I felt off the Rams game, like they're going to turn into something. But like the Tennessee game is really concerning, not just because, you know, they didn't score a lot and they didn't play well and Chase got really mad after the game, but also because the defense was like a total disaster and they played great offensively also like arizona moved the ball on them a ton and scored and it's arizona and they've been doing that to everybody but like they did it to cincinnati too i just think it's okay to still have a bunch of questions about the Bengals. i wish i didn't like i wish i was as confident as you are but like again look at every arizona game they whoever whatever opponent you give them they're gonna dress them up and make them look awesome versus what they versus either what they've been or expectation just look at you know look at the the totals in the games the team totals in the games so can they do it against just anyone except the Cardinals? Uh, and I'll be I'll be on the bandwagon with you again if uh, if that happens.
1: I'm going to try and talk you into betting the Bengals with me at some point this week. We'll we'll see if I'm able to be successful. (laughs) All right. Already saying no to that. So I'll be on Cincinnati coming up this week against the Seattle Seahawks. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Magnificent Football Monday, breaking down week six in the National Football League. All right, Ken. uh, You said you made a bet on this game already at a number that no longer exists, but I think the handicapping methodology will still come into play, obviously. And that is... This, this, the juggernaut known as the San Francisco 49ers rolling into Cleveland to take on a Browns team coming off its bye. And, you know, the thought was, coming out of Cleveland's last game before the bye, which was the home game against Baltimore, where Watson on Friday reports shoulder discomfort. He ends up not playing in the game. DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson plays, and he's not ready for primetime. It's not even his fault. He's a fifth-round rookie. And the Ravens win that game 28-3. to And, you know, we come on the show the next day, and, and I think it was even me that said, I think Watson's probably going to be good to go with a week off and and ready to play the following Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. Well, a couple, like... A couple varied reports here on Monday about Watson's status. Mary Kay Cabot, who's covered the Browns for a really long time locally in Cleveland, maybe being like a little pessimistic about Watson and like Kevin Stefanski quotes that that aren't pessimistic, but also aren't really optimistic. Stefanski kind of like kicking the can down the road for like another day or two, basically being like, hey, like we'll, we'll see about Watson. Like generic coach speak quote, like he's working hard, he's getting ready to play. But stop short of saying that Watson will be out there on the field. Now, ESPN NFL insider Ken Adam Schefter goes on the Pat McAfee show earlier today on Monday, and Schefter, I believe his exact quote was that he would be surprised if Watson did not play in the game. So I I want to operate under the um under the idea that Watson is more likely to play than not play, and then we can have a conversation about the market. Curious if you agree with kind of my methodology there or not. Where the Niners coming off just an An absolute, like a humiliation last night of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get to them maybe today or tomorrow and their game against the Chargers next Monday night. The Niners in between a 4.5 and a a 5-point road favorite at Cleveland. The total here is 39. Thoughts here, Ken? Pen, pencil, blood, or blank? The Niners look like the best team in football at Cleveland.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the the most interesting game market of the week by like a mile uh, because there's so much stuff going on at the same time. Uh, The first thing that's going on is you have this incredible bullishness on San Francisco. Everybody just watched the Dallas game. They look like the most likely team to win the Super Bowl, I think, to a lot of people. There is a massive movement talk about the NFL being a week to week league. Last week it was how is Christian McCaffrey not the favorite for MVP? And then this week it's how is Brock Purdy not the favorite for MVP? Which by the way should give you a signal that maybe next week it's going to be something completely different and not those two things. Oh by the way. But like that's the that's the movement of today is is Brock Purdy the MVP? That was NFL Live. They just had a big discussion about it. Peter King in his column this morning had eight paragraphs on how he is right now. And that's cool and his price has dropped completely. Um, so bullishness, extreme, not wrong, but like extreme bullishness on San Francisco, thing number one. Thing number two, the hell is going on with Deshaun Watson? That'll impact the market for this game significantly. If it's DTR, you almost can't make the number high enough. Like you play the Niners up to like 14 in the game if it's DTR honestly so 14 right I agree and this isn't a DTR number obviously it's a number that's adjusted up for the Niners they've had been adjusted up as the best team in the league I think because this number wouldn't have been this at any point in the season up to this point but they've looked so good they deserve that adjustment so you know a bullishness on the Niners overall and the last data point we just watched them last night B Watson if he's not even if he's like 50 percent, it almost might be the same thing of just like that they're not going to score Like, they're just not going to score. That's a problem. And C, this might be the worst weather game of the week. By a lot. So, yikes. (laughs) Like, a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, A couple things. This was just, like, uh, not just, like something that I did. I bet the under at 40 and a half because it opened 41. I saw the forecast, I saw the Watson reports and I'm like, "Great, the total's going to plummet because nobody think people think he might not play and the weather's bad anyway." And I'm just literally going to try to middle this. I've no idea what the final score of the game is going to be or even if I like the total or not. Just like that's something I did at the start of the week, just like a cool like if you're looking at those kind of things early in the week, you can see stuff like this where the market for this game is literally like mostly 38 and a half now on the total. Like it's dropped two and a half points from open and two points from six hours ago. And it's probably going to keep dropping if the weather forecast gets worse. So like, that's why the total's going down. Watson uncertainty, but that combined with weather, which is a disaster. Um, Last thing is just like, I am going to try to make myself want to play the Browns at some point this week. But I I don't think if the Watson reporting is going to be this, I don't know how you click the button. I mean, I just don't know. There, I almost have no doubt the Niners are overvalued in this game. There's almost like it's like a certainty to me that that's true. But, like, you got to pick your spots to try to play against them. And if it's like Hurt, Watson, or DTR, no thanks. Um, and I think that's why you're seeing the spread stay where it is.
1: We'll add, we'll add some nuance to the conversation to start the next hour of the show, hour number three on this Magnificent Football Monday. Some more coming up on the Niners and Browns. We'll get to the Dolphins and the Panthers, the Saints and the Texans, the Jaguars and the Colts, and more. We'll also have a conversation with the whale capper, Drew Dinsick, hour number three on the other side. Nick and Ken, you better you bet.